Well, hey friend, welcome back to the show. In this episode, I'm going to talk to you about your spiritual gifting, what your gift is for, examples of spiritual gifts, and three ways that you can use to discover yours. Grab your journal and a pen and let's talk about it. Hey friend, welcome to the Christian Empty Nest Moms podcast. Have you been wondering what's next for you? Did you pour so much of yourself into being a mom that now you're unsure who you are or what your purpose is? Would you love to wake up with excitement for the day with God at the center of all you do? Are you ready to stop feeling like the best part of your life is over? Hi, I'm Jenny Good, Jesus follower, certified coach, an empty nest mom of three, also a big fan of snowstorms and hot tea. When my youngest left home, I was unsure who I was or what my purpose would be. The self-help books were not enough. I needed something more. The enemy tried to level me through the death of my son, adult child estrangement, and empty nest syndrome. But God fought for me and by his grace, I use my former pain as a platform to help my sisters in Christ. God revealed to me that we each have a unique soul print composed of our identity, purpose, and impact. I learned how to plug into my purpose and joy, and now it's my mission to help you do the same. So get ready for real talk, tactical tools, and inspiring stories about Jesus, purpose, joy, and parenting young adults. Grab your journal, your favorite colored pens, and a cup of tea. It's time for Christian Empty Nest Moms. Hello, my friend. I am so glad you joined me. Before we get into this episode, I want to invite you to come over to the free Facebook community if you're not already there. It's a place where we can talk, share what's on our hearts, and support each other to thrive in the Empty Nest chapter. To join us, go over to emptynest.community, and that will take you to the free Facebook group. Being connected to like-minded Christian women is so important, especially in times of trial or change. You do not have to do this on your own. If you missed the link when I said it before, it's emptynest.community and it will also be in the notes for this episode. Okay, friend, I want to talk to you about your spiritual gifting. Do you know what your spiritual gift is? Let's look at what the Bible says about spiritual gifts. 1 Corinthians 12.4 from the ESV says, Now there are varieties of gifts, but the same Spirit. This verse lets us know that there are different gifts, but they all come from God. Romans 11.29 in the ESV says, For the gifts and the calling of God are irrevocable. I love this verse so much. It lets us know that our gifts cannot be taken away from us by man or by the world. And our calling is irrevocable. How amazing is that? By the way, that also lets you know that becoming an empty nest mom did not take away your calling, your gifting, or your purpose in life. Praise the Lord. 
1 Peter 4.10 in the ESV says, As each has received a gift, use it to serve one another as good stewards of God's varied grace. This verse tells us that our gifts are to be used for service, and we are being good stewards of God's grace when we use our gift well. Now, before we go further into this, I want to tell you that we need to be careful that we don't become so focused on the spiritual gift that we lose sight of why we were given that gift. We're given our spiritual gifts to glorify God and to serve others. We are meant to use our gifts to enlarge the kingdom of Jesus. So don't let it become an obsession with the gifts. Keep focused on the fact that the gifts are meant to be a gateway to glorify God, serve others, and enlarge God's kingdom. Okay, let's talk about what a spiritual gift might be. Some different spiritual gifts are helping, healing, administration, mercy, discernment, leadership, hospitality, teaching, and exhortation. This is not meant to be an exhaustive list, but I wanted to just give you some ideas. It's important to note that each and every gift is needed. If your gift does not place you in the spotlight, it does not mean that your gift doesn't matter or make a difference. All spiritual gifts are important and can be used to glorify God. Think about your little toe for a moment. It's not much of a spotlight body part, really, is it? It might not get as much attention as your face or your hands, for example. But if you break that little toe, you'll see how much of a difference it makes. It might seem like it's tucked away out of your awareness a lot of the time. But that little toe has a function and it matters. It helps support the body. And if your gift is one that is more of a supportive role, don't you doubt the significance of that role. If you're not quite sure of your gifts, I want to give you three ways that you can start figuring out what you're gifted with so that you can begin purposefully using your gifting to glorify God. The first thing you can do is to research and pray. Go online and find a list of spiritual gifts. Look for a large list that covers a lot of the different gifts. Pray and ask God to help you feel which gift or gifts he has given you as you read the list. Ask for the Holy Spirit to guide you as you read through each of the different gifts. Get a notebook or a journal and a pen, or you can have a document open on your computer that you can type into. Then read through every gift on the list and pause a little between each one. Notice if you feel something stir within you when you read a specific thing. And if so, make a note of which gift that was. Write it down. When you finish going over the list, look at the list of the ones you wrote down, the ones where you felt something when you read them, and consider if this seems like a gift you possess. If it does, journal an answer to this prompt. Are you ready? How can I bring the gift of blank into my life this week? It doesn't have to be a huge plan that would take you weeks or months to accomplish either. Just start where you are right now and think about how you can use this gift for God's glory. What might seem like a small thing to you 
can be used for God in big ways. Remember that faith, even as small as a mustard seed, can move a mountain. God can work with what you have. The next way you can discover your spiritual gifting is to consider what comes naturally to you. What you might think is easy is probably because it comes naturally to you. It's likely not easy for everyone, but God has given you a natural ability or inclination around that thing. We can get into this mindset where we kind of dismiss what comes naturally to us as being insignificant. But sister, if you're doing that, rethink it, because more than likely what you're dismissing is an important gift that you can use to serve others and glorify God. I'm about to give you two journal prompts, and before you write your answers to these questions, make sure you pray and ask God to cause the right answers to flow from your pen or pencil. And if you miss what I say for these journal questions, like you might be driving or maybe you're out walking the dog right now, you can just come back later and listen to this part over again. That's one of the things I love about podcasts and audiobooks. You can listen while you're busy and then come back to it later to take notes. Okay, so here are the two questions to journal your answers to. Number one, what are three things that come naturally to me? You can name more than three, but I want you to come up with at least three. So what are three things that come naturally to me? Number two, what types of service or ministry work have I most enjoyed doing? What types of service or ministry work have I most enjoyed doing? Take your time on this and really focus on partnering with God to write the answers that he wants you to have. Another part of figuring out what comes naturally to you is to ask the people in your close, trusted circle. Just ask them what they feel you're naturally good at. Their answers might surprise you. We can be so close to the forest that we don't see the trees. Do you know what I mean? The people in your close, trusted circle, they see you in a way that you might not see yourself. A note on this part is do not ask anyone about this who tends to be negative or overly critical. Involving a person like that opens a gate for the enemy to work on you. So make sure you only ask a few of your most trusted and close friends, family, or church members. And the third way I want to share with you that you can get clarity around your spiritual gifting is to take an online spiritual gifts test. Look around online and see which one feels right to you. Ask God to direct your path and help you find the right test for you to take. I think some churches have classes that you can take for this as well. So ask your pastor if your church has something like that, if you're a person that likes to take a class. Let's recap the three ways I gave you to help you discover your spiritual gift. Number one was to research and pray. Grab your journal and a pen and find a detailed list of spiritual gifts online. Pray for God to help you feel which one or ones apply to you. Number two was to consider what comes naturally to you. You can also ask a few people in your close trusted circle what they feel you're naturally good at. And number three was to take a spiritual gifts test online or a class if your church has one. 
I believe you'll get a lot of valuable insight if you use all of these paths to find your spiritual gifting. And all through the discovery process, keep checking in with yourself and paying attention to what causes a tug at your heart, because those things hold special meaning for you. After you know your gift or gifts, you might have one or more than one, but you have at least one. Start finding more ways to show up using it for God's mission in your life. Before I go, I want to give you a Bible verse to meditate on. James 1.17 in the English Standard Version says, Every good gift and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shadow due to change. That verse tells us that his gifts are good and that he does not change. Rejoice in knowing that he has equipped you with a heavenly gift, and also that even when people change, even if we have a prodigal that turned against us, even if our circumstances changed, God stays the same. We can count on God. Yes and amen. Okay, friend, that is what I have for you this time. I hope it blessed you. Hey, sister friend, thanks for spending time with me. If this podcast inspired you, blessed you, or helped you in some way, I'd love for you to share it with another mom who could be edified by it. Also, the number one way you can thank me is by leaving a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. This helps more moms like us find and be blessed by the show. Remember, you are salt and fire. You're a daughter of the Most High King, and joy is available to you.